We are right on the border of losing control. We are right on the border of losing control. That is what epidemiologist Rod Jackson Rod Jackson is saying this morning, ahead of Cabinet deciding today what to do with vaccine passes, vaccine mandates, traffic light settings, all of that stuff. And he wants to see all public health measures kept in place until the current Omicron outbreak is over. So he's talking another two to four weeks. So if Rod Jackson had his way, we'd be at red for up to another month. We'd still have to flash, flash the vaccine passes at restaurants and other venues for another month. We'd still have to wear a mask pretty much anywhere and everywhere. I think he's pushing that one uphill because, as we've seen in the past couple of weeks, the government, like any government that's come before it and any government that will follow it, whatever colour, will pull out all the tricks if it gets a whiff that it's going out of favour in the polls. The problem Jacinda Ardern and her ministers have, though, is if you... Look at the protection framework, which is the official name for the traffic light system. If you look at that, you see that one of the conditions of us being red is a hospital system under pressure. And I don't think anyone could argue that the hospital system is currently under the most pressure it's ever been since the pandemic began, hovering around 1,000 COVID patients in hospital every day at the moment, with a lot more people in ICU than we've seen for much of the pandemic too. Here in Canterbury, some of the smaller hospitals are closed because they don't have enough staff to run them. Because so many are isolating, either because they've got Omicron or they're a household contact. What has changed, though, since the traffic light system was brought in is the arrival of Omicron. And the vast majority of people with COVID at the moment are isolating for seven days at home and then pretty much getting back to normal life. So maybe this week we will see a tweaked traffic light system because I think the original version is no longer relevant. Uh, We'll find out on Wednesday. Cabinet is meeting today but not telling us anything until Wednesday. What does that tell you? Well it tells you you don't have to be in hospital to be drip fed, doesn't it? Now what I think is the most pressing need this week is clarity from the government and knowing what we are expected to do and how we are expected to behave from here on in. I'll give you an example. I heard today about a school-aged child who tested positive for COVID on Friday, but over the weekend, instead of isolating, this kid's mother had them going all over town as per normal, as in Christchurch. Playgrounds, shops, you name it. No different. Now, is this just a case of someone being stupid and not knowing what to do? Or someone who's had a guts full of the whole thing and doesn't want to be a part of the team of five million anymore? And I think we can ask this question, does it really matter? Does it really matter that this child's mother completely ignored the requirement for her child and the rest of the family to isolate? Most of us will probably think it does matter because we feel it's the right thing to do, but is it still the correct thing to do? And This is what we need to hear from the government this week. This is what I want to hear from the government this week. And this is what I think the government's going to be grappling with this week. It needs to come up with a plan that tells the people with no clue what they should be doing, but at the same time convinces the others who have just had enough and want to get on with COVID being part of normal life not to be complete idiots and not throw all caution to the wind, which (laughs) it's a pretty tall order for any government. 
And it's what former Health Minister Peter Dunn was talking about when he spoke to Mike earlier today. He said it's going to be interesting to see how far the government in its decision-making today leans towards what it thinks is the right thing to do and what it thinks the public wants to hear. Peter Dunn says it's going to be very difficult, a very difficult balancing act, and he's not wrong there. But surely clarity has to be one of the main things to come from the government this week, not just about mandates and masks and QR code scanning. Peter Dunn says the do's and don'ts also need to be spelt out. We need clarity on that. Here are the do's and don'ts, is what he wants the government to come out and say, to tell us exactly what we need to do, but also what we don't need to do. The example he gave was walking outside with a mask on. We don't need to do it. So tell us we don't need to do it. And he's spot on there, isn't he? Because we're seeing such different approaches all over the place. No vaccine pass required to go to Rickerton Mall or Northlands or Eastgate. But remember I had to show my vaccine pass when I went to pick up a key for someone from a real estate office the other week. So I'm keen to hear this morning what you want out of the government this week. Which COVID measures do you want it to keep? And which ones do you want the government to get rid of? I definitely think the vaccine passes need to go. We don't need them anymore. I think we could do away with them this week. I also think self-isolation for household contacts needs to go. On the proviso that if someone is a household contact, they do a rats test every second day. That's what I would do. And we wouldn't have all these people sitting at home just because someone else in the house has got Omicron.